0: what up what up tile friends hope everybody's having a great Monday. if you're not having such a great Monday, i understand sometimes we all wake up on the wrong side of the bed well listen i've got a great monday motivational uh interview shorter interview it's just about just under 30 minutes but it is powerful My man Rod breaks it down, this is uh, something I recorded a few weeks ago and I've been waiting for today, October 9th, is it the 9th, it's the 10th, I've been waiting for October 10th. Let me know in your comments where you're calling in from, where you're watching from. We've got a great Monday motivational video for you and it's actually packed full of uh, business knowledge. That you can access. Uh, full disclosure Rod Cleef is a real estate investor and he has his own virtual boot camp. Now, I'm not affiliated with Rod in any way. I did buy into this boot camp. I have been um, uh, someone who has been looking at real estate for some time now as an investment. I looked at 10 acres, in fact, this weekend and I'm excited to see and and get access to everything Rod has. But the interview by itself is completely uh, motivational, it's inspiring, and it has uh, lots of knowledge for all business owners. And you can take that for free just by watching this short 30 minute interview. Let's get to it right now. I do want to say Monday motivation is brought to you by HappyTileGuy.com. HappyTileGuy.com is where you can get your tile contractor websites and my partner grant has been uh, focused on providing tile contractors with websites for nearly four years now three and a half something like that and uh, happytileguy.com is the largest website agency strictly dedicated for tile contractors and our contractors uh we have a great history with our contractors you know they are seeing results and and they are being found on Google. You know the number one search engine is Google. The number two is YouTube. So uh, take that for what you will. And uh, of course, referrals are great. I talk a lot about generating referrals. Last week's mastermind inside the Tile Money University was all about how to nurture referrals and get more referrals. But at the same time, if you're business-orientated, if you're growth-orientated, I should say, if you're a business owner, you might be growth-orientated. You might not be, and that's fine. Um, But you might be growth-orientated. We know that every single lead from here and there counts. And then, of course, you got to sell those leads. All right, let's check out this interview. I know you're going to enjoy it. I'll be around afterwards to answer any questions you have. Put up questions in the comments. I'll check them out and get to them afterwards. Here we go.
1: I'm an immigrant. I immigrated to this country when I was six years old with my brother Albert, my mother's vancha. I was born in the Netherlands, you know, wooden shoes and windmills. and. Uh, Ended up in Denver, Colorado. We really struggled initially. In fact, uh, I remember eating expired food because we shopped at an expired food store. True story. Drinking powdered milk with our cereal in the morning, which I promise you sounds better than it is, but that because that was cheaper than real milk. And wearing clothes from the Goodwill and the Salvation Army all the way through junior high school till I lied about my age at Burger King when I was 14 because I was tall, so I could get a job and buy my own clothes and ultimately buy a car. Now I'm sure some of your listeners, viewers, had it harder than I did. But I knew I wanted more. Okay. And luckily, my mom had an incredible work ethic. So she babysat kids so we'd have enough money to eat. And with her babysitting money, she was a bit of an entrepreneur. She actually invested in the stock market successfully, also in real estate successfully. And so her first real estate acquisition was the house right across the street from us when I was about 14. She paid about 30 grand. When I was 17, she told me she'd made $20,000 in her sleep Hmm. and had gone up in value 20 grand. I'm like, what? You just made 20 grand? You didn't do anything? Screw college, I'm getting into real estate. So I went and got into real estate. My first year, I made about eight grand. My second year, maybe 10 grand. But my third year, I made over $100,000, which back in 1980 was some mm-hmm. pretty decent change. So, what happened between your two and your three that caused me to 10X my income? Well, what happened was I met somebody, I was actually dating his daughter, that taught me about the importance of mindset and psychology and how really 80 to 90% of your success in anything is your mindset and psychology. So, you know, if you're a successful tile contractor, it's the mindset and psychology that got you there okay yeah. yes you need some mechanical information you need to know how to buy the tile lay the tile hire people so on and so forth deal with subs which i'm sure is a, a, the bane of some of your existence sometimes but it's all of that and but but it's really the mindset to push forward and become an entrepreneur and 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 create legacy wealth for yourself and your family and so you know fast forward to today a little background on me i've i've owned 2000 houses i've rented long term had lots of tile work done on my properties. I've owned thousands okay. of apart- I own thousands of apartment units. In 2006, my net worth went up $17 million while I slept because I was in real estate in a big way. And you might be saying, okay, wow, that's really impressive. Well, and so I, so did I. And I thought I was a freaking real estate God. And you know when that happens, God of the universe will give you a nice little smack. Well, that was 2008. I lost everything in 2008. I actually lost $50 million in 2008. And so what I'm known for, uh, very much known for talking about is the mindset it took to have 50 million to lose in the first place. And then the mindset it took to get back to the success that I'm blessed to have today. And so, like you said, I have a, I have a podcast. Uh, we just broke 14 million downloads. It's the largest commercial real estate podcast, I believe, in the world now. And I teach people how to buy apartment buildings. I just had 850 people in Denver uh, literally last weekend um, teaching them how to buy apartment buildings. And so, you know, uh, if, if, if you're listening and Luke said, you know, that there are, you know, a lot of contractors, uh, I mean, tile contractors that listen to this show and learn from this show, which is, I, I admire you for wanting to continue to grow and learn. It's freaking hugely important. Um, you know, w- Luke wanted to talk about potentially investing in real estate and, and I'm going to tell you, you can invest passively and you can invest actively. You know, I, uh, I get people that invest as limited partners in our syndication deals. For example, we've got a 145-unit asset in Nashville we have under contract right now that, you know, if you're an accredited investor, you can invest in. But I'll, of course, I of course teach people how to do it actively as well. And um, it's an exciting business. And I will tell you, Luke, I really believe we're heading into a downturn, uh, and I think it's significant. Trump said it's going to be a depression, not a recession. And you know, love him or hate him he's a pretty smart guy and he usually, and it's definitely with economically, he's a smart guy. And so, um, you know, I, I, I believe it. And, and this smells to me like 2006 and seven all over again. So, you know, so is that, is that something to become alarmed about? No, it's something in my opinion to get excited about, you know, if you're going to, if you've ever thought, you know, as a, as a contractor that you might want to invest in real estate, I hope you have, because in my opinion, my God, you've forgotten more about construction than most operators, again, right. in the business will ever know. And and so you've got an incredible foundation to kick ass in, in, in multifamily real estate. Uh, but I'm going to tell you, you need to get up to speed absolutely as fast as possible because- on how to, you know, how to, how to identify property, how to evaluate property, how to build relationships, um, and to take down these properties, because I really believe incredible opportunities coming. I mean, people are saying it could be the greatest transfer of wealth we've ever experienced in our lifetime, like what happened in 2008, nine and 10. You know, if you listen to my podcast, I have some of the largest multifamily operators on the planet come on there and You know, you start to hear a pattern. If they if if they've got 5,000 units or more, most of them started in 2009, 2010, and 2011. That's what we call a clue, okay? And so, you know, uh, I really believe that's coming. And and so, if you're up to speed, I think you can capitalize on it, and and invest some of your money, um, or even raise money. Honestly, that's the beautiful thing about this business. It takes money, but doesn't have to be your own money um, to, to get out there and really capitalize on, on what I believe is coming. I think there's going to be, everything's going on sale. Okay. And, and, and that includes real estate and there's no greater hedge against the lunacy, the inflation that's been created. Uh, we won't go down the political rabbit hole, but the bottom line is there's no greater hedge against that inflation than, uh, than real estate. Nothing's better than that. So, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah yeah no i agree i agree rod thank you for that that mm-hmm. um introduction and some background there on on who you are and how you built up your wealth um and you know you saw your your mom taught you something more valuable at the time you know than you felt you could get going through learned learn schooling you know paid mm-hmm. schooling and and you ran with it and you know, that was, you know, I think you said 84 or something like that. And, and you started making money and yeah. Well, let me say something else.
1: Yeah. Let me say something else. You know, I didn't stop learning. Okay. In fact, I, I can't share my screen on, I don't know how to do it on a live stream like this, but I have a picture of me with my arms out. And I've got lanyards, you know, the badges they give you at events. I've got hundreds of lanyards on my, around my neck and on my arms from events and boot camps and masterminds that I've gone to that I continually learn. Learners are earners. And that's why I, 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 that's why I saluted, you know, your, your listeners that sit and want to become better in the tile industry, because that's the only way you get better is, is by, is by getting other insights. And, you know, I host a mastermind. Uh, it's a, really the largest of its kind for multifamily investors. I mean, these are all hitters. There's about six billion in assets in this group, and I want to be around people that think what I think is hard is easy, right? Yeah. And so, you know, you, you you I I really believe you need to be continually learning, um, and. Uh, and so you know the, the i i you know of course i'm in front of my my bentley and, a, and a, one of my mercedes with the art lanyards so i'm bragging a little bit in that picture but the point is you know learners really are earners and and so it's um uh, it's an important piece of of our evolution and growth uh and and to continue to grow and become better and better at our craft so you know like i said i, I was ranger. just
0: i was just talking with my wife about this concept last night you know i uh I've recently joined several, you know, paid masterminds or paid education, you know, on on the Internet for very specific reasons. Right. You know, uh, one of them was real estate. Um, Others are are for other reasons. Now, um, we were talking about, you know, that to where, you know, I, I wasn't raised, you know, to really value education. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, but over the years, you know, I really started to understand how even podcasts really, I mean, the reason I'm a podcaster today is because I started listening to podcasts, changed my life, changed my business, mm-hmm. put some money in my bank, you know, and, and so you learn by being a
1: host too, right? Yeah, I mean, you're learning
0: by interviewing people. Yes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's one yeah. of the biggest secrets is, right. you know, Hey, I'm willing to put my face out there and interview people and ask questions, make myself look kind of silly at times, but Hey, I'm learning and growing in my audiences as well. Um, and now I'm to the point where now I really value and treasure education so much that I'm investing back in it. So I appreciate you kind of cementing in my mind that that is a, a, a worthy it's, it's, pursuit.
1: It's critical. I, I mean, I probably spent mm, 50, 60 grand this year on, on additional education. Didn't go to college, spent a lot more than college. Uh, you know, I probably spent right. oh, six, 700,000 on my not college education. Right. Um, but you know, it, it, honestly, if you're not growing, you're dying. And I, and if you're flatlined, you're dying. Okay. I I mean, literally, you don't have to be declining to be dying. If you're not consciously working to become better at what you do, you are going to be declining and dying. And so, you know, it's a very important, by the way, let me just mention, I'll give your peeps a hell of a deal. If they want to learn multi, if you want to learn multifamily, I have a virtual boot camp coming up, uh, two days. It's, uh, it's, um, two full days of training. It's not a sales pitch. I don't sell anything there. It's just literally 16 to 18 hours of training and you can come for 97 bucks right now. So if you want to come text my name, Rod to seven, two, three, four, five, that's Rod to seven, two, three, four, five, or you can go to multifamily virtual and, uh, um, and, and register. And it's 97 bucks. It's kind of, it's truly a no brainer for 16 to 18 hours of training with nothing being sold. And and that's the truth of it. You know, I've learned a long time ago when you add a ton of value, it comes back to you. And that's what I do. That's how I, that's how come my, my podcast is so successful. Cause you know, first two years I didn't sell anything. All I did was add value, add value, add value, like you're doing on your show. And, and it just comes back, you know, a hundredfold. That's the way God or the universe or whatever you believe works. And so um, you know, I do That's that a with great that event. deal. I mean, I, am going to, I'm going
0: gonna, I'm gonna to take you up on that rod myself. What Listen, was the, what was the word? Uh, a rod, yeah, multi-family, what, family.
1: Nothing. Oh, just my name, rod to seven, two, three, four, five. And, and, or go to multifamily virtual bootcamp.com. I know it's a long URL, but, um, I'll tell you something else. If you are interested in this business, write this down as well. Rodslinks.com. rodsplural rods, plural, links, plural You'll see, you'll find my podcast there. You'll find the bootcamp link. You'll find a bunch of free books, a bunch of free resources. It's it's my link tree, but it's got you know all my social stuff as well. But but it's um and 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 you know, because mindset's so freaking important, every New Year's Day. If you come to the boot camp, by the way, the first hour is goal setting. Because how the hell do you get anything if you don't know what it is? You need to know exactly what you want and why you want it. And I'm actually personally going through that process again right now, reevaluating what it is I want and why I want it, because I've achieved all my goals. And so, you know, um, and and that if you, if you come to the boot camp you'll get that but even if you're not interested in multi-family on New Year's Day this year and I do it every year I did I do that goal setting workshop and it's like goal setting on steroids it's very powerful okay there's a guide you can download I'm not going to try to sell you anything but on that rodslinks.com at the bottom is my goal setting workshop I would encourage you to do it with your spouse Have your kids, if they're over 10 years old, do it. You know, here's what's sad, Luke. People spend more time planning a freaking birthday party than they do designing their lives. And that's what you're doing here with this workshop. So again, rodslinks.com at the bottom is this goal setting workshop. It's music, professionally done. It's really nice and, and it'll add a ton of value. And do it with your wife and see how aligned you are on your goals. I mean, don't do it together. You each individually do it and then compare notes and see if you're headed the same direction, right? You think that's important? and so you know and have your kids do it man to get your kids thinking about what they want in life early on is so freaking powerful so you know please take me up on that gift it's it really it really can make a big difference in in your life and in your in your family's lives um so yeah i
0: i really appreciate you you saying that i was going to ask you the question of where people could get started with multifamily investing it sounds like the best place is to join your boot camp now, one of the things I really did appreciate about the, with the podcast I was listening to you on was you did go into some detail about achieve, setting and achieving goals. Can you give us just like sure. a teaser for that? Uh, yeah, because yeah, yeah, you think bet. that's really powerful.
1: You bet. Whether If you don't want to watch, you know, one, don't want to suffer through an hour of me guiding you through it, let me describe the process, okay? So basically what you do is you sit down and you write down everything you could ever possibly want in life, all the stuff, the houses, the cars, the boats, the jet skis, the planes. There's nothing wrong with stuff. OK, it's what juices you. You have to create what Napoleon Hill in his book, Think and Grow Rich, calls a burning desire. You got to want it. That's what's going to get your ass out of bed in the morning early to go do this as a side hustle while you're doing your towel business. You know, if you want to do multifamily or do some other way to invest your money so it's not getting eaten up by inflation, you know, you're going to have to have that burning desire to, to, to get you going again. You Maybe you're, maybe you're comfortable. And you know, the comfort zone's a nice warm place, and we all know nothing freaking grows there, right? So you know, this is this is what the goals do. So write down everything you think of. um, and take the lid off your brain. If you want a freaking private island, a yacht, a jet, write it down because that's what starts the process. It triggers something in your brain called a reticular activating system. And what that is, is it's this subconscious filter in your brain. That you're not consciously aware of and it really is the filter that keeps you from going crazy it filters things out but it also will direct you subconsciously in the direction that your brain thinks you're interested in and the greatest example is when you first buy a car or a truck you never really noticed them before you buy it and they're everywhere right that's right. your reticular activating system at work and it's the same way with your goals so write them down don't keep them in your head if you're in your head you're dead you need to write them down and so write down how much cash flow you want from your investments in three years and 10 years. Write down how much cash you want in the bank in say three years and 10 years. You know, be specific, by the way. Um, it's it's important that your goals are measurable. That you can't say I'm gonna lose some weight. You're gonna say I'm gonna lose 10 pounds by January 1st and feel freaking great about it. That's measurable. Okay. Then um Also write down everything you want to do in this lifetime. You know, maybe you want to write a book. Maybe you want to climb every mountain over 14,000 feet, bucket list stuff. You know, I jumped out of a perfectly good airplane a few years ago. I'll never freaking do it again, but it's off the list. That stuff, write that stuff down too. Also write down what you want to learn. Okay. Again, learners are earners. You want to learn multifamily crazy if you don't come to my freaking boot camp uh for 97 bucks but uh do that and again nothing being sold there really truly a no-brainer but if you want to learn a skill set write that down foreign language whatever you want to learn another you know construction related skill write that down um also write down lastly who you want to help okay we'll do more for others than we'll ever do for ourselves and again this is the freaking fuel okay you know i bought my parents a house when my parents were alive here on a canal in florida Bought them a car, took them on cruises. Who do you want to do things for? Write that down, okay? And then um, when you can't think of another thing, I want you to put a time limit on each goal. Okay, that makes it real. Put how many years it's going to take you to achieve it. Put a 1, a 3, a 5, even a 10 or a 20, okay, for how many years it's going to take. Recognizing that as human beings, we will overestimate what we can do in a year and massively underestimate what we can do in 5, 10, or 20 years. I'll give you an example of this and please know these examples are not me bragging. I just want to inspire you to the power of this. Okay. So when I moved to Denver, um, I knew I wanted to ultimately live on the beach and there's no beach in Denver, obviously it's in the middle of the country. So I would visualize the palm trees and the sand and the surf. And 20 years later, I built this $8 million, 10,000 square foot mansion on the beach I'm on the beach on one side. I had my boats on the backside. It was called a Gulf to Bay. It was like a slice through an island. And that was unthinkable when I was 18. So, again, take the lid off your brain. There's nothing you can't do, be, or have. You just have to write it down, decide, and take massive freaking action. Okay. And so, um, so put a timeline on each goal. There's a couple more quick steps. Pick your number one goal. I mean that goal. When you get it, you're like, "Oh my God!" You know, you freaking arrived when you achieve that goal. Put that on a separate sheet of paper. And again, if you go to rodslinks.com, there's a guide you can download and fill in with, for all this stuff. Okay? But um, right, uh, but but put your number one goal down. Then pick your top three one-year goals and put those down. Leave some room in between them. If you're not going to download the guide, just do it on a piece of paper. Leave some room in between them. Now I'm going to tell you. At this point, you've got your Number one goal, your top three one-year goals, and you are ahead of 99% of the people on the freaking planet that, like I said, spend more time buying Christmas presents and planning a Christmas dinner than they do designing their lives. But there's a couple more quick steps. I need you to – the goals are important, but what's really going to drive you is the why, why those goals are important. So you need to write down under each goal why it's an absolute freaking must for you to achieve it, okay? Not a should. It has to happen. And use emotionally charged words. Words are very powerful. Words like incredible, beautiful, amazing. Use those words because they'll drive you. So you might say, so I can show my wife what amazing success looks like, or I can show my kids how to become hugely successful in their own lives, or so that, you know, we can have complete freedom to do whatever we want, wherever we want, whenever we want, bring whoever we want, you know, whatever's going to juice you, write that down, okay? Now, once you put a positive reason why you or several reasons why you have to achieve each one of those goals, I want you to put some freaking pain in there if you don't achieve it and make it hurt okay so i don't feel like a failure so i don't fail my kids so i don't fail my husband or wife or whatever you know make it so i don't live a life of regret why because as human beings we will do more to avoid pain than gain pleasure and again this is the freaking fuel to get your butt up early stay up late works you know you know extra to get to make this happen okay so put some pain in there you know you don't want regret there was this nurse in australia that was a hospice nurse. And I just dealt with this my mom. I lost my mom three weeks ago, but she was a hospice nurse. So she was taking care of patients when they were about to die. And she asked him a question, Luke. And the question was, do you have any regrets? And she wrote a book about it. It's called The Five Regrets of Dying. You know what the number one regret was? Not living the life I could have lived, not going that extra mile, doing what I know I'm capable of. Guys, I can't think of anything worse than that, okay? Mm -hmm. So this is the fuel that prevents that from happening. And then lastly, you know, and and some of you, if you're already successful, probably already done this. But you need to get pictures of your freaking goals. You need to make declarations. Get these pictures around you. I'll give you some pers- some 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 examples. Uh, great public examples: Jim Carrey, the actor, the comedian. When he was flat broke, wrote himself a check for ten million dollars. He used to go up by the Hollywood sign, flat broke, he'd visualize cashing it. That's how much money he made for Dumb and Dumber. The singer Demi Lovato. Uh, 12 years ago was virtually unknown. She posted on social media, "One day I'm going to sing the national anthem at the Super Bowl. Not this last one, the one before. Go see who sang it." Uh, you know, um, I'll give you some personal examples for me. And again, please know it's not me bragging. I just want to inspire you to the to how to do this through prayer manifestation. This is how you make this shit happen. So. Back when I was 18, I, I told you, I got my real estate license and that, you know, I didn't make much money the first couple of years, but I figured I needed a four-door car. So I bought this bone ugly piece of crap Ford Granada, four-door bench seat in the front, mm. just a real piece of crap. Sure. Well, the guy I worked for that taught me about mindset, he had two Corvettes. And again, I was dating his daughter, so he let me drive one <laughs> to take her out. I'm like, holy shit, this is incredible. <laughs> and so I got a picture of a Corvette out of a magazine. This is before you could spell the word internet. And I put that picture on the visor of this piece of crap Granada. So every time I sat in the car, it was right there in front of me. Within a year or two, I had a beautiful red Corvette, um, which got stolen. But we won't get into that. But anyway, <laughs> but then, then this is back when the TV show Magnum P.I. was out. Tom uh-huh. Selleck was the actor. He was a uh, Hawaiian detective, I think. But he drove this Ferrari 308. It the first time I'd ever seen an exotic car. I'm like, oh, my God, that's freaking incredible. I got a picture of that actual car, put on the visor of my Corvette. Within a year or two, at had a Maserati. looked just like it. Mm-hmm. Last example. Um, I'm the guy that always wanted a Lamborghini. I'm, you know, I like girls and I thought it helped me get girls. And, you know, I used to have the posters in my room. And what's interesting is my son collected models of exotic cars and he had about 30 or 40. And in fact, they're in a box here in my attic actually, but he had a model of the exact same color and style of Lamborghini that I ended up getting, which I wrecked, which is another story. But anyway, so, so get the pictures. In fact, I'll show you something. You, you're doing this on video as well. This is my planner, okay? I'm a dinosaur. Oh, you can't see it. Yeah, no, that's right, you can't see it here. Oh, okay. Well, in the back of this thing, I've got pictures that have been in here for twenty for twenty two years. Now nice. you can kind of see them there. These are my gratitude pictures. They're pictures of my kids when they were young. Why? Because everything starts from a place of gratitude. That's how you manifest the stuff into your life, okay? But then I've got pictures of the things that I wanted. Okay, you can kind of let me try to turn it. You kind of now you can't really see it. Okay, top picture. Can you see it? Yeah, you can't I'm see. I'm seeing it. a lot of top a lot pictures. of ocean.
0: Yeah, of the ocean top views.
1: picture, top picture looks just like that house I built on the beach. Okay? Okay, okay. Bottom picture. I don't know if you can see those white walls in those bottom pictures. Okay. Okay. Uh, by the way, the top picture was before I ever built the house on the beach. Okay. This is exactly what it looked like. At 80 foot of glass like that, travertine okay. floors like that. Bottom picture. See the white walls? Look mm-hmm. behind me. That's my back. I lost that house in all the craziness. This is my backyard in the compound that I own now. And you can see the white walls, exact same stone white walls. Again, these pictures are 22 years old, had the same stuff. And then I got, you know, stupid crap, like I've got a few hundred thousand dollars worth of watches. That's still a vice, I'll admit to that one. You know, there's a Lamborghini before I ever got it, Rolls-Royce, Bentley, all this stupid shit that I thought was important that I got because I had pictures. So get pictures of what you want, put them around you, put them on your screensaver, put them on your wall, do vision boards, have your kids do it, it's your spouse do it, it's so freaking powerful, trust me. This is how you bring this stuff. This is how I had 50 million to lose and how I got it back, okay? Mm -hmm. Now, now you want to hear something funny? This compound I live in now, I lost that house and all the craziness. This compound, if you go out my back, look out my back door, literally the house I owned and the beach is literally right across the bay from where (laughs) I live now. God's got a sense of humor. But anyway, hope that added a little value. But goals are super important, guys. I mean, I'm sure if you're successful in your business, you either did this subconsciously or consciously where you wrote your goals down and made them happen. And you no, know, like me, you know, I'm 62 years old and I am redoing them right now. I literally have pictures right here of things I pulled out of magazines right here. I was just talking to my wife about it last, you know, this weekend. I'm like, you know, I'm floundering a little bit. I need to reassociate with my goals again and get juiced again. So I pull, I'm doing the same thing I'm telling you to do here again, you know, because they, they evolve, your goals change your, you know, what you want in life changes as you grow older and evolve and become successful and things change. And, um, let me say one other thing about goals before we cut loose here. You know, um, I talked about that house on the beach that I built. I mean, this place was magnificent, okay? I mean, a giant waterfall from the second floor, balcony into the pool, you had to walk through the waterfall to get to the pool. Um, you know, again, um, big spiral staircase up through the middle of the house, wine cellar, elevator. I mean, on the second floor, I had aquariums built around the spiral staircase, it cost me almost two hundred grand. So this gives you an idea of the house. So I worked for that thing for 20 years, okay? Two months after I moved in, my family's inside sleeping. I'm floating in the pool at night. It's changing colors. It's got fiber optic lighting. I'm looking up at this testament to my ego, which is really what it was. It was prove the world I was good enough. I got picked on in school, didn't speak English. My mom thought it'd be a great idea to send me to school in wooden shoes you know, that the, that the you know, and, and, and the leather shorts the Germans wear for Oktoberfest. Right. So I got my ass kicked again. And then the bullies, bullies would chase me home and she'd chase them off with a fly swatter. So the next day, ass kicking again. So wow. I, I came up with this belief system. I wasn't good enough. So I had built this house to prove the world I was good enough. Mm. Well, I'm looking up at this thing. Two months after I built it, okay, I worked for it for 20 years and I got depressed. And I don't mean a little depressed. I mean, I got really, I'm like, what the hell? I mean, mm. I felt horrible. And when I look back on it, there were several things happening, Luke, and I want to explain this because one of them was goals. Don't achieve a big goal without having other goals lined up behind it because, Uh like the good book says, you need a vision for the future. Without a vision, the people perish, right? I didn't have a vision for the future, so that's number one. Number two is it's never about the goals. You need the, I mean, they say the happiest days of a boat owner's life, the day they buy the boat, the day they sell the boat, right? You need the goals to juice you to create that burning desire, but it's about your progress and growth. Happiness comes from progress and growth. And I didn't know what I was going to do next. So that was the second thing. But the bigger thing was I'd been totally focused on me. Show the world I'm good enough. Show the world I matter. Rod, 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 rod. Well, I went and saw Tony Robbins that year and Found out that he fed families for the holidays. And I'm like, what a concept. Do something for someone else. I had to be 40 to get that memo. I'm embarrassed to say that. So I went home and I called my brother who I was going to visit in Denver um, for Thanksgiving. I said, bro, let's, let's feed five families. So he called his church, found five families, really needed help. We bought turkeys and toys for the kids if they had them and all this. We had a lot of fun buying the stuff. A third family changed my life, Luke. I go up to this door, and this woman is there with five kids in in a crappy one bedroom. wasn't even a one bedroom. And she comes out, and she sees this stuff on the porch—the food and the toys and all that—and she starts crying. Her kids come out; two of the older ones start crying. I start crying, and I'm freaking hooked. (laughs) And in the last 22 years now, we have fed 120,000 kids for the holidays. And I'm pleased there's a message in this, so don't think I'm bragging. I'm not. But la- we've done tens of thousands of backpacks filled with school supplies. We did 1,800 backpacks literally this this last Saturday, okay, literally five days ago, or what is it, uh, four or five days ago, okay, 1,800 backpacks. We've done tens of thousands of backpacks, live in the greatest freaking country on earth, and kids don't even have school supplies. Um, but, and, and we've also done tens of thousands of teddy bears that we give to local police departments so their officers can keep them in their car. If they encounter a child that's been traumatized, they can comfort the child, right? The reason I bring this up is... is you know we've been taught to believe that we have to achieve to be happy like we can't be happy until we've achieved i'm going to tell you if you give back in any fashion you're happily achieving and i know it's a play on words tony robbins calls it the science of achievement versus the art of fulfillment i was i'd achieved but i wasn't fulfilled achievement really is a science you want to learn multifamily for god's sakes come to my boot camp you want to learn more about tile keep listening to you know luke here on his show you're going to learn you're going to get nuggets all the time But fulfillment is is really an art. Okay. You got to figure out what juices you. For me, it's kids. Maybe for you it's the elderly or the environment or animals or whatever it is. And give back in some fashion right freaking now. Okay. Why? Because the success will come faster too. The money comes faster. It's just the way God of the universe works. So you know, you get it back a hundredfold, a thousandfold, but give back right now. So I just wanted to leave with that message, brother.
0: Hey Rod, I really appreciate all your time today. You gave us a lot of good insights. I'll be joining you for that boot camp October nice. 15th and 16th. It's a virtual boot camp. Um, yeah. I, I have a feeling a lot of my tile friends are going to join you as well um, you. because, like I said, they've been telling me they're doing pretty good out there. But I really appreciate you know, how you broke down and gave us an insight into the goals and really the reasoning behind the, the, the pictures. I, I have a feeling a lot of us had heur- has, have heard, hey, print out you know, vision boards, do this mm-hmm. and that. Um, But you really gave us, not just told us to do it, but you also showed us, hey, I'm doing it today. When you were talking about that, it it reminded me of so many tile contractors or business owners that, that get burned out. They yeah. get burned out and, yeah. and and they just lose interest. Well, you know, you explained why. It's because the, they didn't set a goal that they were going to chase, you know, beyond oh, their. By the government.
1: way, by the way, I got something else real quick. You All just right. mentioned it because yeah. you guys in the contracting business listen, it's feast or famine if you don't stay on top of your game. Right. You need to right. be bringing business in and servicing the business you bring in. A lot of times you focus on bringing the business in, you let that go to service the business, and then you're <clears> back to famine while you're bringing the business in. At the end of that goal setting session, I'm fairly certain I did my weekly planning process to make sure that that never happens to you again. So, if you go to again to Rod's links, go watch the goal setting. The last 10 or 15 minutes is a weekly planning process that will make sure that that never happens to you again. Okay, nice. super important. Um, and if it's not there, if you DM me, I'll send it to you. Okay, I think I did it. I do it. I do this every year on the first. I just can't remember. I'm fairly certain I did it this time. But if not, let me know and I'll send you that because that'll ensure that that never happens. It's how I manage two very large companies at the same time, uh, you know, multi million dollar companies that I had to manage at the same time. So it's a very powerful process. And if you have kids, you really need to listen to that too. So anyway, just wanted to mention that.
0: No, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. And that's rodslinks.com. That'll be, you can get Rod's podcast, everything Rob um, Rod is showing, sharing with us um, today. Yep. So, um, yep. All right, tile friends. Thanks a lot for watching. Did you enjoy that? What was your favorite part? He had a lot of great one liners. I'd love to know in the comments. Let's have a little conversation. I'm going to share a few things that I really appreciated about Rod during this conversation. One of my favorite uh, sayings he had there was learners are earners. And then my second one was probably uh, if you're in your head, you're dead. So don't forget, Tile friends, if you're listening to this, don't be afraid to continue to learn. Learners are earners, and get out of your head, you know? Uh, It does no good. Put in the comments what your favorite uh, saying was or what you appreciated about this. I see there's half a dozen or more of you watching. Um, bucket list, you know, he talked about the bucket list and having both a personal bucket list as well as a business bucket list. What do you want to achieve in your business? You know, make sure that you write it down. Make sure that you're striving towards that. What do you want to achieve in your life? Make sure that you write it down. Make sure that you understand where you want to go. That's going to help you get there. You know, one of the the things that he said would, who who do you want to help? You know, one of the things we've been preaching on the tile money podcast is build a successful, profitable business, not just to pad your pockets or to achieve financial success, but ultimately to be able to give back to your communities. You know, that's one of the biggest joys of being a business owner is to be profitable and be able to uh, employ people at a livable wage, be able to offer them paid holidays, things of this nature, insurance, things of this nature, and also get involved in local charities. You know, when there's a disaster, I myself was able to feed about 40 people here after Hurricane Eden. I just threw about 30 pounds of uh, Boston pulled pork on my smoker and cleaned up my yard while it was smoking, and then I slow cooked it, and I had a great barbecue and uh, took it to some families as well as a group of linemen workers here. And they're in touch with me asking for more. So we'll see what happens there. Now, one of the things I liked, he said, I haven't, I've heard this before, is most of us humans, we will overestimate what we can get done in a year and we'll underestimate what we can get done in five or ten years. Have you found this to be the case? I'd love to know. It's the case for me. I usually have pretty big eyeballs for my stomach, as they say, when you're eating. And i usually think oh, i can get that done in a year well it's not that i can't get it done it's just sometimes we think it's going to happen sooner you know i'm very optimistic and uh, at times though i have to remind myself be patient you're working towards this goal or that goal it's going to happen and then again write down your top three goals he said why well he said everything starts there you know everything starts with Knowing where you're going, you know, have a direction. What is your vision for your business? What is your vision for your life? If you don't know those two things off the top of your head, you are going to aimlessly be blowing around in the wind. Maybe somebody's going to entice you to get into another business and you're not really sure why you're in the business you're in. You know, maybe somebody's going to offer you some commercial work when all of your experience is in residential or vice versa. Now, I'm not saying you can never learn a new thing or get into another business or open another business, but hey, let's figure Face it, perfect something before you uh, go on to continue to attempt things. Now, I've been guilty of this, and my public record is my record is public. My business record is public, so I don't have to point them out. You know about them. I take on a lot, and sometimes it doesn't work out so well. That's okay. You know, the best thing you can do is continue to learn, of course, from your mistakes but also I I like when he was talking about manifestation. Now I'd love to hear from you. I have a feeling that most contractors are going to say manifestation, amist, a manifestation, you know, blah blah blah. Here's the thing. He explained it really well. You know, it's not about sitting on your couch and manifesting you know a new couch or manifesting a new car it's about the goals it's about the vision it's about what you're working towards if you don't know those things and you're not actually thinking about those things how the heck are you ever going to get them you know it's like somebody once said i think it was a president maybe somebody remembers the harder i work the luckier i got that is so true you know and part of that is positive thoughts, you know, manifestation. What does that mean exactly? What does it mean to you? To me, it means have that vision, understand where you're headed, know the direction you're going. Only then and only then can you actually get there. You know, if I want to go to Juneau, Alaska, um, you know, I might start and I might have the whole road trip planned. There might be some road construction. It doesn't mean I can't get there, you know? When you build your business, knowing your vision is more important than knowing the vehicles, every single vehicle that's going to get you to your destination. Do you agree or disagree? I'd love to know. Now, he mentioned- Oh, I apologize. He mentioned he got depressed after he reached one of his big goals. I thought this was a really interesting point Ron made. This is something that a lot of millionaires and billionaires will actually confess to is, hey, uh, we're not as happy. This money didn't make us happy. We had to go, you know, and this is one of the things that I've come to know and understand. If you can't be happy in your current circumstances, don't think that changing your circumstances, oftentimes you might do this by moving. You might do this by, uh, um, ch- going to a new career, maybe a new husband or a new wife. Don't think that you're your happiness is going to come necessarily from changing your circumstances. If you're not happy today, you really have to ask yourself why, you know, most of the time you got to look internally. And one of the things that Rod brought out was, you know, it it was because he had that really big, that really big goal. And he thought that once he, you know, maybe he thought he was going to retire and just, you know, whatever. But he said, no, I got to continue even to this day, creating new goals, creating new visions to reach for square foot. Thanks for joining us from YouTube. You also experienced this very interesting, you know, very interesting. So we have to understand that it's more about the feeling. It's more about the motive. You know, why do you want to reach your goals? What will that help you do? And then can you, Do you have a series of goals to help you there? The best way to reach a goal is to have a series of goals. In other words, you might want to own a piece of property that you've really been eyeing, but you think it's going to take five or 10 years. Well, what are the series of goals? Maybe something you do this month will ensure that you get in that property in five years. Maybe something you do this month will ensure that you build the company to the size and um, scale. And the exact vision that you want, maybe something you're doing this year will ensure that you get to retire at 55 or whatever the case might be for you. And so he did say it's not all about the goals. It's more about the juice. So what that told me is, oh, the juice, you know, from this goal setting, the energy is going to get me out of the bed in the morning and and make, you know, make sure that I continue to work. And then the third point he said there was to do something for someone else. I really like that explanation. And again, you know, that's one of the joys of being a business owner is to frankly be a little bit more profitable, have a little more time. You know, I'm not chasing profits. I don't think you're chasing money. You're chasing time. Time is the most valuable asset that anybody can have. And whether you're rich or poor, if you have time, you are wealthy. And so if you've created uh, financial wealth to buy more time and buy ability to get involved, maybe you physically get involved with helping a charity or maybe coaching a little league team or something of that nature, or maybe monetarily you just give more. You know, that is really, as uh, he said there, the art of fulfillment. It's not all about the science of achievement. Science, you know, oh, we're so big on science in 2022. Great. What are you doing about it? There are things, there is a roadmap to success, no matter if you're in the tile business or the popsicle stand business. There is a roadmap to success. You can multiply it, you can build whatever you want. You can achieve whatever you want to achieve because frankly, it's all written down. It's all on YouTube for free. People talk about it all the time. You can listen to this podcast, but what is the art of fulfillment? You know, What is going to fill your personal cup? I feel a change of coming. I like it square foot. Well, that's it for me today. That was the money motivation. We did go long at 41 minutes, but I think it was worth it. And I hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for sticking it through with me. And uh, we've got a full hour episode coming out tomorrow. You'll definitely want to tune in for this one. If you're watching us on Facebook or LinkedIn, and you're wondering where can I get these streamed to my phone? You want to go to Apple podcast. You want to go to Spotify. You want to go to any podcast player app um, to you know, get these directly to your phone, download it and listen while you work. We'll talk at you next week. Tile friends, I hope you're doing a good thing, Uh, having a good Monday and uh, working towards your goals out there. Take it easy.